Hi there, and welcome to the Kid Lit Treehouse podcast with your host, Liam Jury. I'm a grade 5 6 classroom teacher at New Haven Primary School, which is in Phillip Island, Victoria, Australia. And the Kid Lit Treehouse is a project designed to build literacy competence in young people. So thanks so much for tuning into the pod. Let's get started. Thanks for tuning into the Kid Lit Treehouse podcast, episode four. Today we have some more students ready to share their writing. We also have a bit of a podcast takeover today um, from Tamsin, who comes in and has a go at hosting. And we also have our fact or fib section along with our lit challenge this week. So enjoy. We're very excited this week to have two new authors on the podcast. We've got Oliver and Austin. So, Austin, can you tell us how old you are? I am 10 years old. 10 years old. And Oliver? I'm 11. Fantastic. Welcome to the podcast, boys. Good to have you on. Now, um, what piece of writing have you got to share, Austin? I have a poem. Great. It's called Tests. Oh, let's see what happens when you read it. Let's go. Tests. The frustration, the hardness. Wanting to screw up the paper and throw it across the room. Wanting to snap a thousand pencils and walk out of the room. The power of tests is trying to fight for the glory, but I fight back the frustration. I fall off my chair and hit my head on the floor. The tests has beaten me, but I get back up and fall back down. Why tests? Why? My teacher yells at me for lying on the floor, but I say it was the test. But he doesn't listen. Now I have to draw a lunch show. When I'm not looking, the test punches me to the wall. Detention! Principal's office! Now! Now I'm doomed with the strictest principal ever. What are you waiting for? Go! Run! Yells the teacher. The test punches me in the face. I see my tooth on the floor, so I punch it back and make a big grip in it. Suspended for a week! To the office now! I'm calling your parents! I quickly run out of the room and run into the pole outside my room. Then run to the office and accidentally run through the office and out of school. Then I realise my test is in my hand, so I turn around and run back into school. And it punches me to the floor. My teacher storms into the office and says, Your test results are... You're suspended! The test punches me again so hard that I smash the window. It punches... It punch... Me... I punch it back and rip the entire test into smithereens. I get a thousand paper cuts. I start running away from the test, but it puts itself together with duct tape and starts and runs faster than me. It trips me over. I graze my knee and my hands. Wow, Austin, that is a powerful poem about tests. So I'm guessing you're a massive fan of tests. Uh, Not really. (laughs) Do you agree with that, Oliver? No. You like tests? I love tests. You love tests too. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure there's some listeners out there that would disagree. Maybe some teachers as well, but very interesting. Um, and thanks so much for sharing that on the podcast this week, Austin. So what inspired you to write this poem, Austin? Um, I was trying to write my first type of poem like that. And I had a test that day and I was like, why don't I write it about tests? And write how bad and frustrating and how did you go on in that test um i'm not sure you can't remember 
No. Okay. Well, the poem, a great piece of writing came from that. So that's wonderful to hear. Thanks so much for sharing that, Austin. Appreciate it. Okay, Oliver, you've got a piece of writing to share with us today. Can you yeah. tell us what it is? It's a climate poem. Excellent. Would you like to read it to us? It's called Climate Poem. Climate, climate, everywhere, climate, climate, here and there. Climate can be hot or cold, like the fridge never sold. Climate is a precious thing, not like something that goes bling. Protect our climate and you will see the climate is our history. The politicians will not act, they sit in the office like a lazy cat. The icebergs are melting, there's only one thing to do, to act on climate so our sky can be blue. The land, the sky, the sea, it's all being affected with the land, the sky and sea, it needs to be protected. So put the rubbish in the bin, not on the right, and you'll see how clean it is with no trash around. Wow, very powerful, Oliver. Can you tell us what inspired you to write a climate poem? Well, we were doing a rocket ride, mm -hmm. and I thought, how about I do a poem? Because I hadn't done a poem in a long time, and first thing that came to me was a climate poem, and I went with what was in my mind. Okay, can you explain what a rocket ride is? What's a rocket ride? A rocket ride is a 15-minute ride where you spend the whole time writing, and it can be any type of text, list, procedure, poem, persuasive text, it can be narrative, and the teacher has to do it too. Wonderful. So what did your teacher write about? Do you remember? Uh, he wrote about something he brung in for a seed. It was a shell. Okay, so he wrote about a shell. Mm. Excellent. Uh, it was in... Recount. Okay. Did you enjoy writing, doing rocket writing? Oh, yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, cool. All right, thanks very much, Oliver. This is the Kid Flute Tree House, and I'm Tamsin. I'm taking over the podcast. I'm interviewing Mr. Jury. Mr. Jury, what is your favourite book that you have written? Oh, good question, Tamsin. Um, so my friends and I wrote a couple of books. We wrote a book called Hipster Harry Counts and we wrote one called Hipster Harry Goes to the Zoo. And I have to say the one that goes to the zoo, our second book, is probably my favourite one we wrote because there's a bit more in there. There's more words and um, there's some really funny illustrations in that one as well. Good question. Thank you. Where did you get your idea of Hipster Harry? Oh, well, I used to live in Melbourne and my wife and I, when we had Flynn, our first baby, we used to go to the cafes quite a lot and we saw lots of parents with their babies getting baby chinos and we used to think that there were lots of hip cafes that we used to go to and we thought we should write a book about a hip little kid called Harry and that's where it came from. Do you have other book ideas that you want to make into a new book? I do, actually. I've actually been making some audio books for my boys. So every night I read, I make up a story for them. And I'm not going to give too much away because I am going to write. So each night the boys go on an adventure and the, my sons choose where the adventures take them. And I've been recording them and I'm going to turn them into a book series. That's my plan. So I've got them all recorded and I've just got to start writing them down, which I'm excited to do. 
Thank you for letting me take over the podcast. Oh, thank you for coming on, Tamsin. That was really awesome that you volunteered to do that. And maybe I might be out of a job. Maybe you're going to be the person that hosts the podcast from now on. <laughs> do I need to watch my back? Okay. <laughs> Tamsin, who have you come as for book week today? Juliet. From what book? Juliet Nearly Yvette. Fantastic. And is that one of your favourite books? Yeah. Yes. I love reading it because when I grow up, I want to be a vet like Dad. Oh, your Dad's a vet. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And do you know who I've come dressed as today? I think so. Who do you think I am? I think I know the book. It Was it The Twit something? The Twit, yeah. So I've come as Mr. Twit because he's one of my favourite characters. And I've got a few, for those listeners out there, you can't see, but I've got a few bits of food in my beard pegged in. It's not very comfortable. I'm going to have to go and eat my lunch now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I clean my beard afterwards. All right. Thanks, Tamsin. Bye. Bye. Fact or fear. Fact or fear. Fact or fear. It's that time of week again for Fact or Fib. So, Oliver, you've got a Fact or Fib to share with us today. Can you share? My Fact or Fib is that Arab is the fifth most spoken language in the world. Arabic is the fifth? Yep. Okay. Um, I'd say that's Fib. You're correct. It's actually the fourth. Oh, it's the fourth. Do you know what the first most spoken language Chinese. in the world? Chinese. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing your fact or fib this week, Oliver. Can you share another one, please, Oliver? Yes. Dubai is only 15% United Arab Emirati and the rest and 75% foreign mm. so more foreign people live in the uae than no in dubai in dubai sorry okay fact it is a fact Ooh. very interesting or at least relatively around that percent around that i'm doing well this week i don't usually get the mm. fact or fibs right okay thanks very much oliver sharing fact or fibs this week yep and thanks for coming on the show you're welcome The Lit Challenge this week is a bit of a different one, actually. Something I tried with my class, which came up with some quite funny results. So the challenge this week is for you to write in your writer's notebook or your journal. If you were to be a kitchen appliance, what would you be and why? So just to give you an example, a couple of students in my class said they would be a sink because um, it means that they could have bubble baths every day and keep nice and warm. So have a think about what might be your appliance that you would choose and have a go at writing. Send in any writing that you can to the kidlittreehouse at gmail.com and we'll see you next week. Thanks very much.